Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. And this is season 11. Woo-woo. Game of Thrones. Holla. Game of Bones. Game of Moans. Game of Cajones. <laughs> Game uh, of Tits. Oh, no. You got oh, it. No. Shit. <laughs> that that was the flow. That was the flow. <laughs> Guys, winter is coming. And, and so, so are you. you. <laughs> that took us three hours. <laughs> and that is a wrap. I'm so excited to bring sex to Game of Thrones because I just feel like yeah, what would so these tame. characters be yeah. like if yeah. they boned? Yeah, it'd be it's something I can't even fathom. Yeah, and if you're new to Game of Thrones, welcome. You have gotten just right on <laughs> right in <laughs> Make sure to check out the foreplay episode that we did with Hannah and Zach from Game of Owns, which is another awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. We are so excited to have experts on. And yeah, so check that out. And then I think we can just jump into the ship. Yeah. This is a ship that I know I personally am looking forward to so desperately. I hope these two will come together and come together in the actual <laughs> season eight. Should we say who it is? Yeah, say it. It is the one and only Sam and the White Walker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no? Perfect. <laughs> Nymeria and Ghost the Wolf. <laughs> it's Jamie Lannister and. Brienne of Tarth. Ugh. Tarth, 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 Tarth. 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 Uh, we want Kingslayer to be doing some major slaying. Yeah. Of ass hey. So <laughs> great joke. The, <laughs> the title of the fic is Kingslayer of the World, and you will get why what that play is in one second. It is by Quizzical Quinia, and we're so grateful for this genius premise. Can I uh, read the summary? Yes, please do. It's amazing. Jamie Lannister and Brienne Tarth work in an exhibition hall hosting a new Titanic film (laughs) tour. They hate that film. They hate it bad. But as they walk through the displays late one night, Jamie decides to use the absurdity of their surroundings to get Brienne to see him as something other than a colleague. Maybe it works better than he expected. So that's a play on I'm King of the World in Titanic and I'm Kingslayer of the World. That is so funny to me already. What I love about this is that in so many fandoms, there's bashing that people hate, right? There's like house bashing that people hate mm-hmm. or character bashing that people hate. And I love that um, QQ, Quizzical Quinia, gives us the <laughs> warning that if you love Titanic, be ready because there's going to be some Titanic bashing. Yeah. So just everybody be ready. <laughs> you know, we love Titanic. We do. There was they room don't. on the door for <laughs> Rose. I mean, for Jack. <laughs> Wait, Danny, your buddy loves Titanic. My friend Chris. Your friend Chris. My friend Tell Chris, Chris can, he cannot tune into this season. Yes, I will let him know that this is not the one for him. Um, but all other 10 seasons of Fangasm definitely are. But uh, yeah, my friend Chris can quote every single line in Titanic. It's Seeing it so, in real life. Why well, Marco. Marco knows a bunch of Titanic lines. I've never seen Remember, they went anyone. back and forth and just started doing it. They were doing dialogue. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe someone has watched Titanic, which is so good, but also so depressing. Yeah. That many times that they memorized the dialogue. You guys, the dialogue. I saw it. 
so it came out when no I was in high there. school. I think I saw it six times in the theater because different groups of friends kept going. Yeah. And it was like the thing to do and you'd be like, well, yeah. my crush from that friend group is going, so I'll go and sit through this three-hour film. No, I what? think I saw it twice in the theater. So sad. What are friends like? <laughs> what is friends? What is six groups of friends, Lindsay? <laughs> I mean, high school. <laughs> my six group of friends was like so crazy. I'm like, okay, I'll see you talking I mean, again. That's yeah, you guys get it. We also need to see if we can share this banner by Ro Nordman, because the image that was made for this specifically is hysterical. <laughs> it is it's really them good. It's photoshopped it's on, really on the ship. It's quite good. Yeah. What I love about this story as well, and then we can actually find out what we all love about this story. About is the Titanic story? About the Titanic story. The most uplifting story in history. <laughs> it is. It's a feel-good flick. Is that I feel like because, you know, if you're listening live, the last season of Game of Thrones is coming out, and we don't really want to confuse anything, so... Taking place in an AU is awesome because yeah. that way we definitely won't be confused about what's happening. And yeah, I feel like we won't be inclined to accidentally do any spoilers about the current season on television because this is going to be so so different. So there will be Titanic though. movie spoilers, though, <laughs> maybe not. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Iceberg, White Walkers, sinks. I mean, straight ahead, you guys. This could converge. <laughs> Iceberg into- is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Iceberg is coming. <laughs> Oh my God. What if the Night King put the iceberg there? Yeah. This could be how it all ties. I knew that this together. would connect. I knew it. So I uh, guess there might be spoiler warnings. There we go. <laughs> oh, really quick, I want to say that we're recording in advance of the season premiere, but Matt and I are hosting a Game of Thrones season finale. And I don't want to spoil anything because we have a lot of fun little tricks up our sleeves, a lot of puns. But you around. mean spoil anything? You mean for me and Danny? Yeah, we're attending. I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> for the two people I'm sitting with because I can't tell you that when I get excited about planning an event, it consumes my entire life. Oh, the only two things I'll say is that Marco, he emailed me and he's like, Al, what can I bring? And he, do you know what he's bringing? Did he tell you yet? Well, so I said to him, I said, hey, by the way, like, are you okay if we go watch the premiere party at Allie and Matt's? Because I hadn't like verbally. He was yeah. like, yeah, I'm bringing eggs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> should, should I bring any <laughs> Going with someone else? Or? That's a telemony. Yeah. So he is making dragon eggs. Yep. So basically deviled eggs, but they are going to be like a turquoise blue with like the crackling effect. They're very cool. So cool. And one of the other things he presented as an option that he can make, we're going to attempt to make. Um, I'm not going to spoil that one. But the other thing that we... <laughs> just, just to say, keeping, we're going to make something keep, else. Keeping everyone on the edge of their seats. <laughs> And then this other thing we're going to do is a thing we're going to do. We're going to do it. And then another thing. Um, But the other thing we're going to make is we are doing Red Wedding Punch. I'm not going to say what that is, but basically Red Wedding Punch, it's going to be a sangria. And what I just purchased on (laughs) Amazon is skull-shaped ice cubes. Cool. That all of those are going to be floating in the punch. Cool. (gasps) Dead punch. I'm going to murder all of you. Welcome to my party. (laughs) Yeah, and and also we're gonna do a death pool. So like you make place bets on who dies. Place bets on who's gonna make it to the. When end. you said death pool to me the other day, you said it so quickly. I thought you guys were gonna inflate the Lefevre Pool Club, and I was like, is it gonna be warm enough for a pool? And then I was like, what's a death pool? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to know if I want to get in that. Pool. Maybe the red wedding punch ends up in the death pool. <laughs> I get it, this though. This party sounds bet's expensive. On, bet's on death. It is. But um, <laughs> we've remortgaged our house. But anyway, so we'll put up pics. Um, and we want to see if you guys are throwing anything. Yeah, if you're throwing a party, send us pics. We want to see that in a group. But yeah, I'm very Yay. excited. I love Game of Thrones. Okay, I think we should get into it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it.
This is not why I work here, said Brienne. Do I look thrilled about it myself, said Jamie. You signed off on it. I had to. What's the point of being a voting administrator if you couldn't <laughs> shut this down? Brienne Tarth <laughs> peered at him with an accusatory glare. I was outvoted. Jamie Lannister decided to match her expression. This kind of fuckery, unfortunately, funds the things that aren't fuckery. <laughs> you know that, Brienne. Stop being crass, she muttered, straightening to her full height. Nine feet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She squashed him like a bug. He was never affected by her stature, but he noticed that she always stiffened when uncomfortable. He tried to make that happen as frequently as possible. The red blushes that stained her skin were just slightly charming, and they were far more visible that day because of her uncharacteristic attire. She'd been forced into an actual dress yes. by the coat of the cocktail party they'd attended for the Hall's investors, and while she had no curves to speak of and shoulders broader than his, she was definitely a woman. He was <laughs> cool observation, Jamie. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please don't tell her that, Jamie, just FYI. He was almost surprised that she looked nice, more than nice, in fact. He forced his gaze to stray to the gaudy sights before him. <laughs> God. This is like straight-up negging. I think the gaudy sights before him are the exhibition. No, I know, oh, but oh, I'm just saying like his oh. description prior <laughs> yeah. to that, yeah. <laughs> that she looks gaudy as well. <laughs> I'm sure I've been called gaudy multiple times in my life. What? What? She loves gems. <laughs> the Red Keep Exhibition Hall was renowned in all of Westeros for hosting interesting lectures, avant-garde art displays, and even the occasional nerd incursion for conventions. They both tolerated those, but Brienne was distinctly not tolerating the current exhibition as he stood with her near the entrance. A tall vinyl banner advertised the wonders to be seen. Titanic, behind the scenes of Westeros' most popular cinematic experience. <laughs> I love the idea that it's like in the medieval style of art that is in Game yeah. of Thrones yeah. with like the ship and the iceberg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also on vinyl. It's <laughs> the so one thing they were mass producing there. Right. Dragon glass and vinyl. <laughs> the marketing team had worded it in the most pretentious way possible. Cersei definitely wrote it. <laughs> Jamie scoffed. Experience indeed. You know, he interrupted her contemplation of the pedantic novelty sucking the air from the workplace. It's a really terrible film. Unforgivably bad, she nodded. The worst, he agreed. <laughs> the entire staff had been forced to sit through all three hours of James Cameron's saccharine dialogue, <laughs> the actor's stilted attempts at forming chemistry, and the absolutely horrifying slaughter of historical accuracy. It had been a bloodbath of good taste. Wait, who is James Cameron in this scenario? Do we think it's Sir oh, Davos? Like, oh, <laughs> I can see that. Who is it? I feel like Sir, Sir Davos. Like is, who's but yeah, like Jora. Like who is uh, the oh artistic mastermind? James Cameron. Yet millions of people loved it, and thousands had already prepaid the exorbitant ticket price to attend the exhibition, which would open in the morning. Jamie shook his head in a sour sort of awe. The hall was empty now, except for them. They stood below a smaller-scale replica of the film <laughs> ship deck designed for people to wander around and pretend they were sinking into an icy sea. Like, that was fun. <laughs> Let's get this over with, Brienne commanded, bracing herself as she clutched an official-looking clipboard in one hand, using the other to yank the hem of her dress further down, though it already skimmed her knees. He turned towards her, standing closer than usual. Can't we just fill out the forms and go for a drink instead? It's all been checked. That's what the person on the Titanic said. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. What are we doing here? Let's just keep going. He flashed a quick, hopefully persuasive grin. She glared harder. You got us into this, Jamie Lannister. I won't shirk off my responsibilities just because <laughs> this is <off>. stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just, it's just shirk, not shirk off. Shirk off is like jerk off. <laughs> shirk off. I won't shirk off in my in this corner. <laughs> I won't have a shirkle jerk. I was like, what is she laughing at? Because <laughs> she added it shirkle off. Jerk. Circle jerk. Circle jerk. Circle jerk. Circle jerk. Circle shirk. <laughs> I didn't know I made an error until you said it. I was like, ah, I jerk off. Uh, I won't shirk my responsibilities just because it's a stupid, money-grubbing offense to humanity. I was trying to do you a favor. He frowned up at the vinyl banner. I can't win. Of all the offenses of humanities that happened in Game of Thrones, this is too far. This is where you murdered my child, but you put up a Titanic banner. (laughs) When the staff roles had come up, Jamie had pounced on the task of managing attendee experience, which involved tracking opinion surveys, taking feedback, and running through the displays as mock ticket holders to ensure everything flowed smoothly. He'd put Brianne down as a second without even asking, Uh knowing how much she'd hate the alternatives of writing pandering copy or acting as liaison with the film company. She cleared her throat. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Besides, this way, we don't have to pretend to like it. The guards won't even be watching our sneering faces. He stepped closer to the entrance and took a deep breath as if the sights might poison him. <laughs> I can't believe how much they hate this. It's, like, I, it's, it's the best. Hilarious. I suppose this was the least offensive task available. She climbed onto the deck of the fake ship and turned to wait for him. <laughs> Always so formal, aren't you? He joined her with a grin and started strolling along the deck, the faux brass railing blocking them from the terrifying four-foot drop to the floor. We are at work. He heard her footsteps behind him. Not for long. We'll breeze through and go out for that drink. Hey. I'm not a bar sort of person. Everyone's a bar sort of person. He glanced back at her stiff face. Just have to find the right bar. She didn't object right away. He took that as a good sign after so many weeks of outright rejection. Aw. Finally, she garbled out a reply. Don't you see enough of me? We work long hours. Certainly not, he asserted with a chuckle. You're the only tolerable person in this godforsaken place. Mm. If you hate it so much, move on. She said this so matter-of-factly it irritated him. Maybe I will. This could be my last expo. <laughs> and your first sexpo. Oh, hey. But where else is he going to get a job doing customer experience at a museum? <laughs> is, that a, is that a transferable how skill? Many, how many museums are in Westeros? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make me go to Essos. He's going to have to do the Museum of Science and Industry. <laughs> yeah. Iron making. <laughs> Maybe I will. This could be my last expo. He arrived at the end of the deck and began descending a long, wide staircase that led to a mimic of the old ship's vast ballroom. Glass cases filled the space that had been redecorated with red and gold wallpaper and velvet curtains. Props and costumes from the film were arranged in rows to please insipid gawkers. (laughs) At the bottom of the stair, he turned around to engage her in a round of mockery, but she had remained at the top. Probably stay at the top, too. If we're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean on top? Yeah. I try to pepper in as many Oh, baby, jokes. I'm going to get you all the way to the top of those stairs. <laughs> she stays at the top, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting in the ballroom wasn't quite dim, but it had a sort of candlelit effect that make things look richer. She loomed large far above him, half in shadow and half in the light that made the yellow of her hair glow. She'd grown mm-hmm. it out again, he noted, amused at her inability to commit. Whenever he complimented her, she'd chop it off, sometimes oh to a horrifying God. degree, and then she'd grow it out all over again. He hadn't complimented her in a long time. He could tell when she stopped looking at him and turned to the clipboard to jot something down, the hasty motion of her pen giving away her familiar show of nerves. Was she afraid to descend the staircase in her heels? No, she'd walked fine on the ship's somewhat slippery floor. 
Did she really think he'd quit because of what he'd said? He wouldn't let himself think that because it would mean she was upset by the prospect. It would be too much for him to hope. Still, he wanted her closer because he couldn't see the violent blue of her eyes. Come on, Brianne. No sense in putting it off. I'm just noting something, she mumbled, only audible because of the lack of other people in the space. Get Podrick to do my fucking job. (laughs) Where's my intern? (laughs) Liar, he thought. What is it? I'll back you up. Back you up into that corner of the ship. Hey. Hi, HR. Um... My colleague Allie continues to make highly <laughs> sexual comments. Highly <laughs> medium sexual comments. Yeah, it's really, really low, low sexual comments. They're very almost, low. Almost I'm no, not offended by the sexual deck. nature. I'm offended by the not sexual enough nature <laughs> of her comments. Excuse me, my colleague's innuendos are very hard to understand. <laughs> She's really reaching this season. <laughs> She met his gaze again, but he couldn't see her expression. Just the carpet on the stair. Now Don't I want to make a imagine the drapes. <laughs> <sighs> Just the carpet on the stair should be secured more carefully along the edges. Liability. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Liability. Like Allie's Lie becoming down with me. <laughs> he decided to be ridiculous in this ridiculous place, holding out his arm at an awkward angle. Come, my lady, and we'll take a turn about the room before we die a frozen death. Aww. At least he made her laugh, and she finally descended, not wobbling at all. She didn't take his arm, passing him instead to stop in front of the first case. He shrugged and stuffed his hands in his pockets. They wandered from case to case. <laughs> hand. His hand. His hand. hand in his pocket. They wandered from case to case, costume to costume, making notes about potential tweaks to the displays or lighting angles. Jamie paused in front of a particularly awful costume for the film's lead actress. It was black and white striped like graph paper with an enormous hat and black feathers, even a parasol. Absurd. Now see, Brianne, this is the kind of thing you should wear. Your height would really emphasize the power of this hat, (laughs) and you could bash people over the head with the parasol. He scanned the costume and then her body, implying that he was picturing it on her when he was really taking the rare opportunity to watch the flimsy material of her skirt outline the shape of her legs. He might not even have been the kindest of men, but he knew Brianne had encountered far worse in her life. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, wow. So her standards were <laughs> <Yeah>. low. <laughs> He'd overheard plenty of barbs at her expense during their years at the hall and had gotten in trouble more than once in the last year for defending her. Aww. Oh. So what if he used his fist? <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> Wait, is that a... Oh, no, to he's, fight. He's to a fight. fight. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Are we getting so what right if he's used fisting? to fisting? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, wow. This story just went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> Try in this dress. Fist. <laughs> Seamless. So what if he used his fist? He clenched his fingers against his palms as he remembered the satisfaction of those encounters. Maybe she wasn't exactly pretty, and maybe she did tend to scowl more than smile, but when she let him see her humor, that smile lit up on her sapphire eyes and made his chest contract in strange ways. He'd only recently realized that he actually liked her company as a woman and not just as a colleague. And maybe her legs had become something of a distraction. She managed to grimace and scoff simultaneously. I'd rather be dead than wear that. I'd rather be naked on the street. Shame. Oh, shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> I'd rather be trounced through the streets yeah, naked. Cut my with hair a bowel. Off. <laughs> and spit have on. Nuns. And have my yeah. hair cut. Again. <laughs> Let's test that theory. 
He peered at her lasciviously, though she'd think he was joking. She repeated as she so often did, don't be crass. He held up his hands in mock surrender, intent on getting her to understand that not all men scoffed her and that some men, one man, thought she was worth admiring. Mm. I don't happen to see nudity as crass, particularly not yours. He's laying it on really thick. He is. She rolled her eyes, but one of her epic blushes rushed over her skin. Refuse would be thrown at me if I walked down the street naked. Yes, that's true. Then I'd become- That is what happens when you walk down the street naked. (laughs) And you might be cuffed as well. (laughs) Then I'd become your human shield, kill your offenders, and keep the viewed all to myself. He grinned widely, waggling his eyebrows. I don't know what to do with you, Jamie. She shook her head in what he thought was genuine confusion. There are many things, like getting a drink. But for now, let's leave this cloying room. It was a suggestion meant to diffuse her embarrassment, and he saw her inhale in relief. She led the way to the next space, a version of steerage, where the poor passengers in the film danced jigs on the wooden floor. (laughs) During the day, costume employees would guide ticket holders in the dance steps. A motion sensor turned the music on automatically, and Jamie moved a stand in the middle of the floor. Brienne was jotting more notes, and when she glanced up, he held out his arm for the second time. (laughs) She frowned until her lips twisted quite impressively. Oh, come on. You know you want to. He taunted her without breaking eye contact. I do not. You do, but besides that, you really should. I mean, how are we supposed to accurately gauge the experience if we don't participate? He could sense her giving in a fraction, the slight shift of her shoulders betraying her conflict. It's for professional reasons. Jobs, careers, responsibility, duty, honor. The end of this episode. I'm on the edge of my seat. You know that Brienne cannot say no to a task Uh, given to her faithfully. Yes. Wow, guys. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you horned up or down? I am so horned up. I'm just flush with excitement. (laughs) You guys, this is my ship of dreams. Literally. Literally. And the actual. Yes. This is the first time we can make that joke, and it's real on every level. (laughs) They called it the ship of dreams. Times two. God. Ship of what dreams? Ship of what dreams? Episode title. Westeros Dreams. <laughs> yeah. I personally am concerned about all the liabilities of the carpet. So as yeah. soon as yeah, they tough. get this check under wraps, yeah. I'll be horned up. So you're horned medium right now? I am horned liability. <laughs> <laughs> liability up. Got it. I'm horned up. I love a funny premise like this. Oh, this me is too. Just killing me. And I love tension of will they, won't they. And I think only because we can tell that Brienne is into it. Is Jamie being so aggressive okay? Because, ladies, if your coworker is coming out to you like that, it's yeah. okay to report them. Yes. But I feel like this is, they're both into it. I think this has been a slow burn. Mm-hmm. So I think that they have a good relationship established. And if a coworker says to you, I would deflect refuse from you while you walk down yeah. the street naked, yeah. it is a compliment. But if you are not happy, call HR. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And escalate it's a very the issue. common. Ugh, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. Me too. I like that also that it's taking place when everyone's gone mm-hmm. and they're doing final like check-throughs like in this big exhibition hall and it's all costumey and set up and they When you first saw the premise, I was kind of thinking it was be like in New York. I was thinking it would be totally yeah. oh, right. AU. The fact that it's still in Westeros oh, it's and that there are exhibit halls in the same universe where Kathy Bates was in Titanic. Like the whole thing <laughs> well, requires both sides calling, of my brain. And I, love I think it. Westeros is something different. You know, it's like the new Westeros. Or the old Westeros, because we're not really sure what time. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Touche. Modern day Westeros. 
Or Titanic Day. 80 years after the Titanic sank, Westeros. Yeah, sure. Well, it's whenever the Titanic film came out. 1990s. <laughs> it's 1990s. Oh, and we love the 90s. We love Perfect. the 90s. Oh my we God. We got to sing more songs. It's absolutely oh, great. Fine. We will. I mean, you know what we're going to have to do on My Heart Will Go my, On. My heart on. My heart will, will go, go on. on. Oh my God. Heart <laughs> my heart. My heart on. My, <laughs> my heart, heart will, will go, go on. on. Oh, okay. Well, just so you know, guys, every time we do that, we switch bodies, like our souls switch. And then we luckily it happens so often that we just switch right back. Yeah. We zero feel into each other. Yeah. Well, guys, what a ride. Beautiful. Tune in next week. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Okay. La, 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 la. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. Oh, yeah. Meow. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 (laughs)